And welcome to CAFIS Hour. I am Jerry Wilson.
There's a reason why God says in His Word, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Because it's true. There's a reason why Paul wrote, For now we see through a glass, darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as also I am known. There's a reason why we both mourn and rejoice when one of our brothers or sisters passes into glory. We lament their absence down here, yet we praise God for their having been with us as long as they were, for the life they lived, and the legacy they have left behind. My alone fever touched thousands upon thousands of people. He will be missed by those who only knew him through his ministry, but especially by those who knew him as a person. God will memorialize us differently than we memorialize each other, and especially ourselves. What may seem overwhelmingly crucial to us matters not to him. An example I've used before is the difference in how Scripture describes King David's life in the book of Samuel and the book of Chronicles. In the books of Samuel, you have it all. David's affair with Bathsheba is indirectly murdering her husband, the rebellion by his son Absalom, etc., etc. In Chronicles, what was the only sin committed by David that God felt worthy of noting? David trying to take a census of Israel. This barely warranted a mention in Samuel, but to God, that was the boo-boo. This is something for us to remember as we look at our own lives and the lives of others. We often focus on the bad. God sees the good. We see the scandals. God sees the salvation. We see others, and especially ourselves, as unworthy because of our past transgressions. God sees us as powerful vessels in the here and now for His glory and the lifting up of His beloved creation. Perhaps we should strive to see ourselves, and especially each other, more in the manner that God sees us. We'd all be a lot better off. There is no time for hatred. There is time for solid rebuke, but that's different. Let us learn how to love. Love without compromise should be the goal of every believer, and it doesn't matter what aspect of our life this enters into. It should be all of them. Break my heart and change my life Cut me loose from ties that bind Lead me as I follow you Give me strength to follow through Oh, more More Jesus, 
A few years back, I was fortunate to attend a one-off Sweet Comfort Band concert. It took place a few years after the passing of the band's bass player, Kevin Thompson. His son, playing his father's bass, filled in for the evening. During the concert, in between a couple of songs, guitarist Randy Thomas commented how Kevin Thompson's death was a shot across the bow, reminding the rest of the band and all of us that our time on this earth is indeed finite and not to be frittered away on trivial pursuits. He added that those who attended the concert more out of nostalgia than celebration should seek to, as he put it, fall in love with Jesus tonight. Good advice for any time of the day. As part of publicizing my book devoted to the founders of Christian Alternative Rock, I created the slogan, The Bus Is Gone, The Spirit Lives On. It referenced the original cover, a photo of an abandoned school bus that someone painted blue somewhere along the line. I added via Photoshop a faded, peeling, God Rules sticker to the bus's disintegrating paint job. Time passes. We change. God doesn't. Neither should our faith, except to grow in it.
was a simultaneously amusing and alarming news story a few days ago. A group of friends from Georgia decided to travel up to Nashville for a vacation. However, when they arrived at their hotel, a La Quinta Inn, there was one small problem. There wasn't a single employee at the place to check them in. So, they did it themselves and took it upon themselves to run the site until someone showed up. In a few hours, they did 
but for the poor person who walked into all this, it was their first day on the job. Eventually, the corporate office rounded up some folk from neighboring locations and took over for the tourists, plus helping out the new employee, who is now set for life with a first day on the job story to top them all. Once the excitement had died down, the friends from Georgia nonchalantly started their vacation. After running the front desk, answering phone calls from customers upset over multiple charges on their credit cards, and even serving breakfast to their fellow guests. When asked why they did all that, one of the friends succinctly put it, it irks your nerves if you see something not running right. You've got to make it right. It's in our blood. We can definitely use more of that attitude in the church today. See something needing doing or an unfulfilled need? Limber up, muscle up, and do the work. God will thank you, no matter what.
Mylon Lefevre here on this episode of Cavus Hour with Free Man. Before that, we had My Heart Belongs to Him, More of Jesus. And we started off with Trains Up in the Sky, all by Mylon Lefevre and Broken Heart. Moving along, another song by Mylon. This is called Gospel Ship.
More Mylon Lefevre here on this special episode of Kephas Hour with Crack the Sky. Before that, we had Love God, Hate Sin, and we started off that set with Gospel Ship. Moving along, have some songs from the quieter side of Mylon's music, starting with Stranger to Danger.
Now John saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. And in my vision I saw the throne of the Holy One, the Almighty One who lives forever. And lightning and thunder issued forth from the throne, and there were voices in the thunder. Then I saw a scroll on the right hand of the one sitting on the throne, and it was sealed with seven seals, and a mighty angel with a loud voice was shouting out this question, Who is worthy to break the seals? But no one in all of heaven or earth was permitted to open and read it. Then I wept with disappointment, because no one was worthy. But one of the 24 elders said to me, Stop crying, for look, the line of the tribe of Judah has conquered. So I looked and saw a lamb standing there before the 24 elders in front of the throne and the living beings. And on the lamb were wounds that once had caused his death. And he stepped forward and took the scroll from the right hand of the one sitting on the throne. And as he took the scroll, the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each with a harp and a golden vial filled with incense, the prayers of God's people. And they were singing him a new song with these words. You are worthy to take the scroll and break its seals and open it. For you were slain, and it was your blood that bought people from every nation as gifts for God. And you have gathered them into a kingdom and made them priests of our God, and they shall reign upon the earth forever. Then in my vision I heard the singing of millions of angels surrounding the throne. The Lamb is worthy, loudly they sang it. The Lamb who was slain is worthy to be praised.
Favor here at Kefis Hour with The Warrior. Before that, we had a two part song, Praise Him, followed by The Gift, and we started off that set with Stranger to Danger. Going to leave you with a couple of songs by artists who preceded Mylon into Heaven, namely Tom Howard and Larry Norman, and then finish the show with the song reminding us of eternal destiny and our hope in Christ as recorded and performed by the marvelous Mrs. Rachel Wilhelm. Take care and God bless everybody, and we will see you all again, right here, next time, on Cavus Hour. Bye-bye.
回忆。